Seller concessions. What are they? How do I get them? And what do I use them for? Hey friends, thanks for joining us. It's time for another Tidecast. Today we're going to talk about seller concessions. I know what you're thinking. What in the heck are seller concessions? Seller concessions are really called third-party concessions. And that's when anyone who's related or involved in the transaction gives towards your closing cost. As a buyer, that's a great thing. It's always good to get someone else to pay for your stuff, right? Kind of like moms and dads, that's always good too. They pay for a lot of stuff. So seller concessions, for the last two or three years, they were almost non-existent. Why is that? Well, let's think about it. Homes were selling super fast for top dollar. Sellers had no problems getting their homes sold. They had 37 offers on every house they listed. There was no reason to offer seller concessions. There was no reason for them to give up one dime, much less two or 3% of the sales price. They didn't have to, so they didn't do it. Well, there's good and bad news to all this. The bad news is rates have gone up a little bit. We all know that. Just watch the news, but not for long. It'll depress you. But rates have gone up just a little bit, which means homes aren't selling quite as quickly as they used to, which means sellers are having to offer seller concessions or are willing to offer seller concessions to help get their homes sold. Now, it's great. We're in an environment where we can get seller concessions. But what do we do with them? How do we best use them? There's several trains of thought on this and it really depends on your situation. So we're gonna kinda go through a couple of different options that we see a lot of our buyers doing right now in this environment. That's right, people buying homes today are getting the seller to pay part of their closing cost or help them with their rate. They're getting money from the sellers to better their situation. So here's how you can use them. In most cases, let's just use 3%. That's the max that anyone can contribute to your transaction if you're putting minimum down. So 3%, just for simple numbers, if you have a $100,000 house, that's $3,000. If I told you I was going to give you $3,000 to better your situation in buying a home, what would you do with it? No, you can't buy a refrigerator. Not an option. But what you can do is use it to pay your, some of your closing costs or your prepaid, that escrow account that we've talked about in another episode. You can use that $3,000 to help fund that maybe. But I think right now in this environment, one of the things that most are using it for and I think makes the most sense, what if we use those funds to buy down your interest rate? So yes, rates are a little higher right now and sellers are willing to give us some money to get their house sold. What if we use what they gave us to buy down that rate? And I know what you're thinking. Well, Todd, how much can $3,000 really buy a rate down? Well, in most cases, we're not talking $3,000. Remember, that was just our example. When's the last time you saw a house for sale for $100,000? In a house you would actually live in doesn't happen these days. A starter home, that first home out of the gate, they're at 250 probably or higher, some even 300. 
So a lot of homes are going for three fifty, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars. Well, that three percent number now changes considerably. At four hundred thousand dollars, what's three percent of that? Twelve thousand dollars. You can do a lot with twelve thousand dollars. So we took that twelve thousand dollars and did what's called a two-one buy down. We could lower your rate for the first 12 months that you're in the house by 2%. So if today's rate's 7%, and I'm just throwing a rate out there, if it's 7%, how would you like to pay 5% for the next 12 months? That's a lot of savings, but it gets even better. On month 13, it goes to 6%. So you're still not at the market of when you closed. You get another 12 months at 6%. So you still get a savings. And then at the end of the two-year period, when year three starts, you go to 7%. And you're like, well, Todd, that sounds great, but I'm only buying it down for two years? I'm using all that money for two years? Yes, but you are making your money back easily by paying less in interest. Also, what's going to happen in the next couple of years, do you think? If you look at the 30-year average of rates, you look at the market, listen to the experts, what are they all saying? At some point, this market is going to relax. So let's say 12 months into this, you've been paying only 5% uh, interest rate, and the market relaxes, and you can refinance the whole thing now for 5%. You're like, well, now I just lost that money that I set aside to buy the rate down. No. We use it to lower your payoff so you still get credit for it. No harm, no foul. Seller concessions are a great thing. They can help you put yourself in a better position to buy a home and a better payment, at least for the short term, to help your family get started, get going, and see what this market does. Can I guarantee the market's coming down? No. Can I guarantee that your home's going to appreciate? I will say Pretty close to it. Homes have appreciated even in a rising rate environment almost every time. Now, the appreciation may be slower, but it's still appreciating. Homes hold value and actually make money. That's why when you look at these folks that invest in all kinds of things, part of their portfolio is real estate. It's not by chance. It's not by luck. It's because it's part of their play. And they know that real estate is stable. It's not going to have these huge ebbs and flows. At least here in Texas, it's not. And it's a great place to build wealth. So seller concessions, they're your friend as a buyer. And okay, let me flip this over. Maybe this is a seller watching it. What does it mean to you? Well, let's say you listed your house at $350,000. But most of us, when we list our house, we understand, at least in this current market, that we're going to have to come off that price just a little bit. Maybe we come down to 340, and that's, that's a good number for us, and we're okay with that number. Here's what I would recommend. If someone comes to you and makes an offer that says, hey, we, don't, we won't give you your 350, but we want you, we, we're countering an offer at 340, say, okay, we'll do 340, or we'll give you $10,000 in seller concessions to help put you in a better place rate-wise. They might do that. Your net's the same. You're still just going to get your 340, which you were okay with when you priced at 350, knowing you're going to have to come down some. So it really hasn't cost you anything 
but it's made your house more attractive. It's made buyers, puts buyers in a better position to make offers on your house because you're willing to help them. A perceived help, I understand, but help nonetheless. Seller concessions, they're your friend if you're a buyer. They're not even your enemy if you're a seller. Ask for them, make sure your real estate agent knows to ask for them, and then let's talk best about how to use them. Whether it's just closing cost, whether it's buying the rate down, lots of options when you have free money. Thanks for joining us again on this week's Toddcast. If you haven't caught all of our episodes, please go back and watch them. A lot of great, in, uh, a lot of great information, great content there for you if you're looking at buying or selling or refinancing. We all can learn things. This is a great place to get it in a really fast pace. We'll see you next time.